Nurse's station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hello, everybody. It's Kat. And happy here's... Sunday morning. Hey, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Yeah, is it September 10th? 10th? 18th? I can't see an 8 versus a 0. Is it the 18th? It's the 18th. September 18th, oh, 2022. 11, 11 exactly. Everybody hope for some balance in your life in the moment. <laughs> Just focus yourself. 11, 11. Just... Yeah stability yeah. in one aspect of your life mm -hmm. and may it be the health of brando corbin i mean that's just me <laughs> that's just me well it's just me it's just me well, <laughs> oh my hey hey ma hey hey welcome to the elevator you're, you're going up. You're, go you're going up you're going up the elevator going all the way up, up the to the 10th floor you know i took a very close look today because they they're not today this week they were on the 10th floor this week curtis and jordan they sure uh, were. and portia and jordan and anyway all kinds of nonsense with the ashford's happening in the hospital on the 10th floor uh-huh and they were there next to the bench uh -huh. and the bench also has the digital display of what happens on the particular floor oh 10th floor is all about surgery oh is that surgery is it that is the surgery, surgery it's surgery floor well that makes sense and it's also where the icu is yes which okay. i think is interesting that you have to take somebody all the way up 10 floors when they're when they need intensive care Seems like a, a delay uh, they could avoid <laughs> riding the elevator. Well, maybe that elevator is lightning quick. Maybe. Maybe they got some sort of like nurse's service elevator that's just like, like skips everything. It just goes right up to the 10th floor. Up and out. Like yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought of when before you said Willy Wonka. Like, <laughs> like the elevator that just shoots through the ceiling. I think Up and Out is the name of the chapter in the original <laughs> Willy Wonka book. Uh, which oh, I know because you read it to me when gosh. I was trying. My teacher read that to me in the fifth grade. It was so wonderful. And Mrs. some mom read it to me when I was like 10, and that was wonderful as well. I did read it to you, you didn't sure I? You sure did. You sure did. Hey, Judy. Hey, Mary Ellen. Hey, everybody else that's here in, in, in the show. Hi. Hi, guys. The first thing Judy has to say to us is, we missed you yesterday at the JLJ Media Zoom. Now, this isn't the first time that I've heard this. I've heard from okay. other people that they missed us at the JLJ Media Zoom. I've heard from JLJ that he missed us at the JLJ Media Zoom. And what we got to do is we just got to prioritize that time better. That's all it is. Well. You had flag football to go to. Well, that's in the morning. Well. Noon, I'm home by. Noon time is not when you're home. No, I get home. Well, actually, I get home around 11 from that. Well, well, well. I say next time he does a soap one. I think the next time he's doing one about the uh, the audio dramas that he produces, which, <laughs> hey, stay tuned. Because um, I, I lend my voice to a couple of them. I think uh, Mistletoe Road uh, is the number one on JLJ Media, and I lend my voice to that. There's Fairview Heights, which I participate in as well. And then I did uh, a little guest spot on something that's coming up pretty soon, too. Uh, oh, Rapid Rita in the Speedster or something like that on on JLJ oh. Media, some superhero thing that he that that is very popular. So uh, awesome, Matt! My little voice there uh, for for a guest spot on a special that's coming up. So you know, no spoilers. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to not spoil things. I've never worked for Marvel or anything, so I don't really know what the code is when it comes to like. What are you supposed to talk about? How do you promote things without giving it all away? I don't know. So, you know, next time he has one, and it sounds like it's a good opportunity for us, let me know a little bit ahead, and I will do my yeah. best. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, what I'll do is I'll have to give you the date, because the link doesn't come until very much around that particular time. Mm -hmm. So we'll just have to mark it on our calendars. And when we do, folks, we'll tell you, and you can mark it on your calendars as well, and we can just be, be big one happy soap family together. We sure can. 
He said he said you didn't respond to his text. Um, I don't know. I'm a busy man. I get a lot of texts. Okay, a lot of people trying to talk to me. A lot of demand for this time. But you know what? I'll look for it right now. Ma, do you think Brando's going to live or do you think he's going to die? Well, I think he's going to get sepsis. I think he's going to die. <laughs> now, um, uh, I mean, Valentin got sepsis and he turned out okay. Yeah, but uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I I just, you know, they've been, they did real good about not spoiling it for us or anything. You know, it's not really not, not, nothing announced that Johnny Wechter's leaving. No, like I did get with um, Kelly. Tebow. Yeah, so Kelly Tebow, which might have been more um, announcing her her more permanent recurring. Like I don't I don't think she's a main main cast member on Station 19 coming up, but she has a more prominent role this season than she had in the mm -hmm. past. Mm -hmm. So I think that might be more about um, I think that might be more about uh, her getting that gig, which yeah. kind of dropped the news, and then yeah. any sort of announcement on General Hospital. Because I've also heard on the other side too that Kelly Tebow's not actually leaving. Leaving, she's just taking some time. But I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, it probably depends on, you know, how much they uh, develop her character over there. It really it really does. Um, also, how they send her off as well. Like, is she, is she yeah. going to go into hiding from whatever she did in 2016 with Faison? Mm -hmm. Is she going to have to do some Hayden Barnes type of cover up where just nobody knows where to find her? Well, they mentioned her. They mentioned her this week, too. Yeah, they sure they did. They mentioned Hayden Barnes. They did. They mm -hmm. did. They did. They did. Yeah, so, uh, huh. but yeah, we haven't heard anything about Johnny Walker leaving. And then there was this uh, soap opera digest cover that uh, I saw it. You know, it had like Diane and Brando and Nina. Yeah, there was five characters. There was five on characters that. on it. Uh huh. I saw it too. <laughs> right, and uh, I mean, so far two of those have been hooked. It was, like, it was like Ava, Nina, Brando, um, Diane, and then like one other person that I, I really can't remember who it is. I don't remember who it was either. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. So but I did see that there was five, and I saw that Johnny was one of them. I said, "Some," and that header was, "Someone will die." Someone's going to die. Yeah. I hope it's not Diane. But it here's better the thing. Not be here's Diane. The thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here, here's what it all comes down to, and also, um, you know, it's, uh, well, I, I got to nerd Sasha out over it. Hmm? Sasha was part of the five. Oh well, there we go. Okay, Sasha. Then, so I've got to nerd out over it. Okay, I've just got to mm -hmm. be a, a big old dork when okay. it comes to analyzing this thing, like I do here on the tenth floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um I'm sorry. I got a little error pop up here. Not enough video to maintain a smooth such as I don't know. Let me know if I'm having trouble. If you guys are having trouble watching this. Uh, I'll trust you yeah. more than the YouTube error that pops up. In yeah. any case. Something funky going on, tell us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let us know. In any case. In any case. <laughs> um so uh again we haven't heard anything about anybody leaving so i don't know who's going to be killed like if we knew that johnny wachter was leaving we knew that uh um you know uh, uh, carolyn hennessy was leaving the show you know we would have an idea of who's going yeah. to die from this hook but we don't know right. I mean, maybe you know but don't tell us but i don't know and it's great that i don't know so yeah. brando here kind of hovering on the edge of existence here you know might yeah. die next week maybe not next week could he die absolutely he could die. And then Sasha and then Gladys would have no further anchors in Port Charles and they could be able to flutter off into their merry ways. And here we are reducing the cast. Hey, awesome. Great. Or what we could have here is what we call a red herring in the biz, everybody. Hmm. Where it seems like Brando's going to die. You have all your eggs in the Brando basket. But at the mm -hmm. last second, the ninth hour, somebody else gets their throat cut. <gasps> and that person is the one that dies from the 
from the show when everybody thought it was going to be Brando. Yeah. Changed it on you. It could happen. So it'll be Michael. That's what Judy wants. I don't think it's going to be Michael. But <laughs> at this point, I'm thinking Brando's going to die. At this point, it really looking like Brando's going to die. At least he opened his eyes on Friday, Friday, though. The last scene of the show was him opening his eyes. Yeah, but, you know, that could be the last time he opens his eyes. It could be. <laughs> I mean, what happened to Stone? I can see you. I can see you. Yeah. That happened. That happened. That happened. It, happened. it was tragic, but it happened. You know what? What if I, the hooker it, is Morgan Daisy, huh? Mm -hmm. You said they're not going to kill Michael because they already killed Morgan. But what if the hooker is Morgan? Yeah, what if the hooker Spinelli? What if the hooker is um, uh, Amy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What, what if the hooker is uh, uh, Marty Gray? Oh, I can't. Come on. Ted the cat is just a cat. He's not a killer. <laughs> the hooker is. I, I honestly, I want it to be Rory. I want Rory to be. You want it to be Rory? I want Rory. Well, Twitter sure wants it to be Rory, okay. don't they? So, I mean, so someone, uh, her name is El Eli, Ellie, something like that, put something up on, on Twitter. Listen, I'm so sorry that I can't name names. I don't pay enough attention. I couldn't even tell you what I had for breakfast today. So, uh, someone on Twitter that I retweeted. So, look at our timeline. You can find it. Mm -hmm. Uh, put together this uh, the, these clips of all of the little weird, suspicious things that Rory has done in the right. small time that he's been at Port Charles. And it's just kind of like hovering at a door. Or just kind of like, you know, at first it's like, oh, how sweet. But then it could be like, oh, this is maybe could be sinister. Mm -hmm. Like like in the in the context of the video, him being like, oh, I, I thought that you might come to this pool. So I got us a chair, Trina, and like this mm -hmm. hopeful maybe we'll have a first date and this will really work out for me type of way. Which in the moment seemed like perfectly logical and sweet. But in the mm -hmm. context of this, compared to some other stuff that he's done, it's like, wait a minute. Didn't mm -hmm. he like manipulate this situation to push her to come here? Mm. Right, right, right. Anyway, all of this stuff, these questions have come up about Rory. And truthfully... Honestly, fans, folks, maybe not the people in the chat or the people who listen to us on a regular basis, but the most of the people who are on Twitter, y'all are a roller coaster, all right? <laughs> they, put, they put a picture of this guy up, right, before he had his first scene, and Twitter was like, swooned. They were like, oh my god, who is he going to be with? He seems so magical. Look at those abs. I hope he's with him. Or is it Brit? Or is it Trina? Right? Mm. And then they put him with Trina, right? And then everyone goes, oh, wow. This seems this seems right. This seems so much better than Spencer. Spencer who? Oh, Rory. <laughs> and then they all turned on him. Hmm? I never felt that way. You never way. felt that way, but a lot of people did. Okay. And, then, and then people turned on him because he said some mean stuff a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And now he's a social pariah. Everybody hates him, wants him to get fired. Now they hate Rory. Now Rory's boring. Boring Rory. Boring yeah, I Rory. That. I heard boring. that. Right? I've heard of that. Yeah, now I've he's boring and everybody wants Trina with Spencer again and yada, 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 yada. And now, I do. and now everybody's all excited over the fact that he could possibly be the hooker. And it's just like if, if, if General Hospital was writing to make you people happy. How? What are they going to do? You guys have liked and hated him, off and on, <laughs> his entire run so far. Um, so uh, uh, I think that a fun thing to do would be to make him the serial killer, just cause. Just, just bring him on and just have him go in this just big flame of glory. 
Uh-huh. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And he doesn't have to be one of those redeemed ones where you find his secret, hurtful past where he's doing this to get back at his mom, who was ten times as evil as he was, and I'm actually killing the people that are going to be helping Selena woo down the line or something nonsense like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I remember last time we had, like, this kind of a killer on General Hospital, I believe it was Diego. Mm-hmm. And he killed Georgie. Georgie, my most special friend. Yep. <laughs> And and I remember that it wasn't he wasn't um on everybody's radar either. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but I I'm I'm so happy about it because what I said last week, I want a serial killer. I at least want one more person to get hooked. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. Yeah. And I don't think Brando's the last one either. Oh, no, Brad, no, it's definitely not the last one. There's definitely going to be more people who are going to have some trouble when it comes to what's going on with this hooker person. And uh, but but OK, so also, Ma, also, who, who how is he? How is this person targeting these people? Are they related to Trina? Are they related to Sonny? So Sonny has the biggest connection so far, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the big so far. I mean, so far, so far. But then again, Brando could have been a moment of opportunity to get rid of the witness. Yeah, maybe he wasn't the intended target. I, I, it, it doesn't seem like. I mean, was he or was he not? I don't know because that person turned on him right away and was like, "Oh, okay, I'm just going to kill you." Like, no hesitation, no whatsoever. Mm. And then chats on here saying, "Ooh, it could be Ryan." Could be Ryan. But I don't know. Ryan's kind of boring for me. But I did pay attention to the frame of the person a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were all uh, with uh, dark clothing. Yeah. Uh, and they had like a trench on. Yeah. And uh, I believe they had a hat on too. I think. It was very much like the, the, uh, the killer from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes. The only thing he didn't have was a yellow slicker, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Very reminiscent. I'm... I'm crazy about it. General Hospital has given us a very um, gritty story. Right. And they haven't had a killer in a long time. No, I mean, no, nothing like this. I mean, we've had, uh, um, I mean, we've had bombs that have gone off. I mean, Cyrus mm-hmm. Renault was not someone that just, you know, would let people live or anything. No. Uh, but we haven't had somebody that's like the satin slayer, the text message killer, the poor Charles strangler, the, the, the hooker. Um, yeah. You know, which is, is, is a fun name to say, but I'm hoping that GH comes it. up with something a little more creative than the hooker. Uh, Charles hooker is pretty fun though. Well, the hooker's fun because of the double <laughs> entendre for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and then it turns out to be one of Aunt Ruby's uh, old uh, people from the house that just got torn down. Yeah. Lori. Reminds us of the apple bobbing situation where Ryan had placed the head of Mary Pat. <laughs> it's almost Halloween, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was Halloween like four years ago now. It's going to be October in a minute. Oh, gosh. And then Laura was bobbing for, I think it was Laura, and then the, the head comes popping up. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was Laura or Carly, one of the two. It was uh, Laura Carly. Laura Carly. One of the two. One of the two. Uh, Boots. Carly, actually. The ABC killer. Ava and Brando. Next will be Carly, Dante, then Epiphany. (laughs) (laughs) Ava, Ava, Brando, Carly, Dante, Epiphany. I love it. I did see somebody tweet that they wanted Epiphany to get the hook. Aww. I know. I I know. Hey, YouTube has said that we're streaming healthy again, so hopefully this is better for everybody. Mm. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I... 
I can just see Epiphany. She just snatched that right out of the hooker's hand. What you doing? Well, you know, I mean, I feel like Brando should have been able to do that. I know. But also at the same time, I also have to I also have to keep in mind and remember that this is that this is not what we call real life. This is a television show in which just because the audience sees this person stand, turn, raise the hook, and then come down in the speed that we saw it. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean that that's the speed that played out in the fictional world of Port Charles in front of Brando's eyes. Because if this person comes out and makes this quick movement, right, and it just, mm -hmm. just gets him, the audience isn't going to register what happened. Right. But right. if you slow it down ever so slightly to put this person in frame, have him raise the hook and then come down, even though it's slightly slower than a trained former Marine or whatever he is, mm -hmm. should be an Army Ranger, I forget. Um, he should have been able to block it, fight it in some way. But if in I, actuality it happened way faster, it's different. Well, sure, it would actually happen in actuality. It'd be faster. Well, I understand the Christina not seeing the person's face right. or necessarily um, seeing the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I think when you're traumatized, you your mind will fix on something. And in this case, it was the hook. And she kept on describing the hook. The hook. She kept on describing the hook. And I think that is a human nature kind of thing that when you are in trauma, your brain will focus on one thing mm -hmm. and not see everything. It's, it's, it's like a coping mechanism, not to like, you know, completely fall apart. Yeah. yeah in a yeah, way. Yeah. 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 And way then, I you know, Christina having to answer all the questions from the cops, which is something that, you know, I'm sure she's had to do a couple of times in her life. Um, <laughs> uh, but Sonny was there to, to be with his daughter. I saw some people being like, how come Sonny's going to be there to protect Christina? She's almost 30. Yeah, she also went through a really traumatic thing. And I'm sure you would want to be there for your daughter, no matter how old she is. For something like that, yeah. For something after like that, absolutely. Yeah. And he wasn't there to be like, that's enough questions. Don't don't keep on asking it questions. It was more like, <laughs> all right, Christina, I think we're done. I think, I think, I think yeah. that's enough for you in your sensitive state. And I tell you what. Lexi, some good. The quiver in her voice and everything—it just was very believable. The way she, yeah. the way she responded, the way she acted um, through the, all the. I think, gosh, Lexi is really a good actress. She really I is. Hope this run of Christina uh, is is. A, I hope she's around for a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what it is when it comes to not using Christina because the fans do seem to react to her appearances very highly. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, they react to her appearances very highly. So while they're using her in this way, it's always going to be a boost and a boon and get a lot of people going, yes, yes, awesome, awesome, awesome. And if they have her on every single week, that sort of reaction is going to fade. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, maybe I it's strategy. I don't know. Johnny did a good job of laying there dying, too. Yeah, Johnny Walker, I think, has brought a lot to Brando uh, and, and, and his performances, too. You know, he was one of those actors, I think, that, that took a moment to kind of warm up to the speed of doing a soap. But once he did, I think Brando has been, been, been really good and really consistent. I think that his uh, place, his feelings, his emotions, his stories have all been very clear. They haven't been confusing at all or muddled in any way. And I think that... Johnny Walker has um, figured out how to flesh out Brando for himself that wasn't necessarily given to us by the writers. We don't know practically anything about him before he came to Port Charles. We knew that he was in the army. We knew he did drugs. We knew he got over it. We knew that Gladys lied about him being dead. Yeah. That's it. Pretty 
And he was Corbin. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he had a good relationship with Mike for a while when he was a kid. But yeah. that's all. That's all we know. Yeah. But who he is as a man, as a husband, as a son, all of that stuff we learned through the stories that have been being told in Port Charles. Yes. And, yes. uh, and you know, I think it's, it's kind of, it's kind of appropriate if he were to die too, cause he, he, uh, in, in this state, uh, because he, he came in, uh, in, in, in a gunfight protecting mm -hmm. and saving Carly and mm -hmm. it's going to go out saving Jocelyn. Yeah. But what is it that you brought him Jocelyn outside? Jocelyn was the intended car target? I'm sorry? Do you think Jocelyn was the intended target? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Jocelyn was the intended target. Um, that's just the feeling I get, the way it was presented, but then it could so just, again, it could be another red herring. So does Sonny. Right. And again, that's not a clear difference as to whether or not this is about Trina or this is whether or not about Sonny, because Sonny has the same connections so far that Trina does. Mm-hmm. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. John Man, Walker. it was good, wasn't it? It was good. I mean, I liked I liked the rain. I like I liked the presentation of it. You know, I think that the, the, the they've got some really good shots recently on GH, and this is just a testament to their Emmy Award winning directing team. I'm sure. Um, so just that brief rainstorm, which I looked it up, folks. It does rain in the summer in Port Charles or in New York. Oh yeah. I looked it up. I looked it. Up. I'm like, what's with this random rainstorm? Here we are, still diving in the pool. What's with the rain? It's kind of normal there, and it's not kind of normal on the East Coast. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like California. California turned turn into a damn desert. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so so you do get the the smattering of of, of very brief rainstorms, uh, rain showers in New York. So it's not uh, unlike weather patterns in New York City uh, to get that. So cool, awesome, great. Um, Awesome though, in in the rain, just just the 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 intensity of the quick fight, um, just the visual of it with the slicker and the hook and just and the and and the blood and Brando's reaction to it and the screaming, the screaming, the screaming. Now I don't remember because <laughs> Sasha said he, she didn't know. Was it explained to us why he went out there in the first place? I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure because I was watching it, and and here's the thing about having um, commercials back on my Hulu is if something happens and then it goes to commercial break, I really, it's not easy to back it up. Right. Because it wants to back it up into the commercial break. Right. And so, um, so he got up and went back there and they went to, and then the, um, I think the, the, the hooked person like came into view and then they went to commercial break. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh shoot, I missed why he went outside. <laughs> and I couldn't get back to it. Um, it. It seems like he saw Joss and Dex leave at about the same time. And since Brando doesn't really trust Dex, mm -hmm. he kind of went to just go see. Just to go see, right? How about you guys in the chat? Do you guys re do you guys recall why Brando went out there in the first place? Uh, Chandra says Brando went outside when he saw Joss run after Dex. Oh, so I, I think it is. It's Dex centered. Just and that Brando sure doesn't trust him because because okay. he he's already seen him threaten Michael. He kind of senses Dex as being like kind of yeah. the person that's that's not not good. I tell you who don't trust Dex at all. That's Big Brother Dante. He does not. Not right now, especially at the end of this week, where he's like, "Huh, well, wait mm -hmm. a minute now." Mm -hmm. Both victims, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother Dante don't have no, no. He, Dex he's... left his sunglasses, but you okay? So Dex left his sunglasses, and Jocelyn said this in the week too. She went after him to go give him his sunglasses yes. back, and didn't yes. see him in the alley, and yada yada. Now here's yeah. the thing: didn't see him in the alley. Then suddenly somebody gets hooked. <gasps> but however, that's a very scream setup. You know, like Dewey doesn't answer the door when they're trying to, and so yeah. it seems like he's <laughs> the guy on the other side. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a very scream. Uh, yeah. Red herring. I think we're going to get yeah. a lot of red herrings in this, mm, well, where, where it seems like it's, but it's not. But it could be, and it's not. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a suspect. <laughs> well, there were a few people this week that really we found out they can't be. Like, for instance, Nicholas. Unless he's arranged it. Yeah, unless he's arranged it, and mm -hmm. he's not above that because he arranged for Hayden. He right. didn't. He dear rarely gets his hands dirty himself. Right. Right. Um, and so Mary Ellen wants to know if he left the sunglasses on purpose. Is he the killer? Did Brando recognize the killer? I, I, I don't know. So Brando hasn't been able to say anything. So we don't know anything right. about Brando's point of view. And when it comes to the sunglasses and stuff, honestly, this is just a show that Jocelyn likes Dex more than she kind of realizes at the moment. Because anybody else, like, my dad owns this, this freaking bar. I'm just going to give it to the bartender and say these belong to Dex. Uh... <laughs> I don't need to go chase him down outside to give him his sunglasses yeah, back him. at night. She it's likes because him, she though. likes him. Mm -hmm. She got the feelings for him. <laughs> right. And so uh, and so Judy's saying Dex is going to get accused. Absolutely, Dex is going to get accused. And Jocelyn is going to be like, it can't be him. He's too nice. It can't be him because we dumpster dive together. It can't yeah, be him I because I felt his man pecks. I can't I be him because he laid on top of me in the garbage can and I felt him. You know? He laid on me in the garbage can. I felt him. I felt his heart on oh, his chest. <laughs> <laughs> that, that song. <laughs> oh, what if Dex gets hooked uh, protecting Joss, bringing him closer? Hey, I don't see Cameron getting hooked for Joss. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh my God. What if it's freaking Biz? What if it's Biz? Because we don't know what Biz was up to. We don't know how she conked her head yet. So what I want to see, and I hope that they do this, and I'm going to have to email Fido Xavier just so they can make it happen. Because, you know, we're the executive producers of General Hospital now. Um, that's a lot. Uh, but uh, I want to see them um, in a month's time, two months' time, whenever it's appropriate for the story that they're telling. For them to go back in time to the quarter main picnic and do another hour of what we missed. That would be interesting. I what Nicholas was up to, cool what, to what Elizabeth was up to. You know, all of these characters are like, we really can't account for their whereabouts during the time of the hooking. I want to see us go back and do an hour of what these characters were doing. Yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. It would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, Chandra loved you singing Too Close. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Dex with Michael says Daisy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the timeline's also kind of fuzzy when it comes to the to the show as well. Just because we saw Ava get hooked at that particular time of the episode doesn't mean that everybody was up to what they were up to once she got hooked. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then Judy has also said that Jocelyn is lying to sweet Cameron. Well, she's not lying to him, lying to him, but she's omitting things for lies sure. Lies of omission are lies. Lies mother. of omission. Yes, they are. Yes, I agree. Are. 
And she wasn't, she hasn't even been honest with Trina, really. I mean, she was when they had the conversation, but she didn't tell Trina right away that um, she was not dumpster diving alone. <laughs> no, not right away. Not uh, right away. And she certainly didn't uh, tell Trina at all about feeling his boner. So, <laughs> you know, you know, I, 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 I gotta, I gotta enjoy saying things like that while we're not monetized. Because once we get monetized, I can't say boner anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Boner, 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 boner. That's exactly what Dex felt. Gosh, oh so gosh. Funny. Yes, indeed. Oh gosh, indeed, yes. Oh my god. Okay, so there's other characters in Port Charles. Well, not well, there's one character that's not in Port Charles right now. Yeah. There's one character that uh, got stranded in Jacksonville. She sure did. And just imagine if my my father had grown up in Jacksonville. You might have sounded just like that pretentious old woman. That's exactly where your daddy was born. I know. That's why I thought of that. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> our Air Force brat. That's why he was born there. He was born there, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, then, they, then they shipped him off somewhere else. <laughs> yep, then they took off somewhere else. And they went to Spain. Um, um, yeah, they did go to Spain soon after that. Yeah, um, um, <laughs> yeah. oh Jacksonville seems like a fun place to be. So I tweeted this week saying that I thought it was super fun that Carly left Port Charles to land and whatever soap was playing out in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Uh, and the idea that every town in America is just as sudsy as Port Charles makes me very happy. So I don't understand the point of the first old lady in the airport, honestly. Uh, um, oh, um, dichotomy. Um, it's to show, um, oh, well, mostly to get Carly out there to have a bad time. Yeah. So keep it. So if we were to do just if, if this was just the Carly show and we spent no time on anybody else in mm-hmm. that episode, we would have gotten a very good sense that Carly is very uncomfortable in Jacksonville, does not want to be there any longer than she has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not want to step out of this airport. There's nothing but dreary, terrible memories in Jacksonville. There's no reason to be there, which they got across, but not yeah. very deeply. Yeah. And yeah. so the conversation with the first old lady was her getting over that hurdle. Well, maybe there is something in Jacksonville. It's been a long time since then. Then I'm a new woman. I'm completely different. Yeah. My, uh, da, 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 da. I'm not Caroline Benson anymore. Right. I'm, uh, you know, now I'm Carly Corinthos. I'm a completely different woman, completely different status in life, all that kind of stuff. So let me just go remind myself of the better things that existed in Jacksonville while I have this time. My flight's right. been canceled anyway. I'm going to be here for the night. Let me at least go to a bar. Yeah, she looked to me like she was went to a bar restaurant, going to have herself a glass of wine, read got a, book. a book. Yeah, just, I mean, just sit home. in Jacksonville and not just actively yeah. hate this place. And then she found that pretentious old lady. And then luck. <laughs> luck oh were to have it. God. Mrs. Honeycutt, right? Miss, Mrs. Wade Honeycutt. I'm not even going to give you my womanly first name. Because I'm completely taken over by the identity of my husband. She did mention her first name though later. Uh, later on, yeah. Yeah. But I oh my it. gosh. This terrible old woman. Oh my gosh. She's, you know what? That's who I'd call a Karen. Well, in my book. Yes, she I know. Karen. I know you're very sensitive to, to, to Karens. Or at least being potentially accused of being one. J'accuse. <laughs> in the words but, of Damien Spinelli. But, man, oh man, 
She, what is wrong with this old lady? She, her husband was a freaking pedo. Well, I mean, uh, you know how people just explain things away. Socialites, rich, social, rich socialite people. It's not about. It's it's like Victor. You know how Victor was given um, uh, Spencer the the advice. I mean, you can have a woman's love, or you can have her loyalty. Some, which one would you prefer? Mm -hmm. uh, it's very much like that in those rich socialite circles. You know, like she, yeah, pedo. But then, like, she's blamed Carly. You didn't what? resist his stupid advances. It's your fault for not biting him off. And Carter's like, I was 16 years old. And that's and the justification in her crazy old head. I was 16 years old and I loved your family. Um, I liked the moment where they realized that they were talking to each other. Like mm -hmm. they didn't know who the other person was. I find it um, a little less likely that Carly wouldn't recognize her immediately. I do too. Then I find it, I find it uh, that she wouldn't recognize Carly as well. I mean, if she was in their life till she was 16 or 17, I mean, everybody resembles themselves at 16 or 17, right. maybe not at five or six, but right. six or 17, right. 16, 17 year old, you're going to, I mean, you're going to recognize the person. Mm -hmm. I don't look all that different than I did back then. Not really. I'm older, of course, but I still like to look about myself. You yeah. do too. We just have more hair on your face. Right, right. Well, <laughs> I guess that's true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's still fantasy world, and it, it built up to that fun moment where they're like, oh, my God, you're, and you're Caroline Benson. Yeah, yeah, Benson. that was good. And then they had their, like, their moments of actual talking. Uh, and, it, yeah, Carly did go through some some terrible stuff. Um, I think that it, it, it kind of um, softens early Carly a little bit in mm -hmm. knowing a little bit more of the detail as to yeah, the fact that she was acted actually victimized yeah she was victimized by this family that she was trying to really like join to a degree but in like the sure. right way like i'm not trying to um steal your husband mom and ruin your life type of deal but just like just be a part of it you know just like the like yeah. kenny like the, the and that the side... lady made it sound like she was there in the afternoon making themselves some pizza pockets and stuff she wasn't doing nothing she had someone else doing it she was over there having juleps and crap like that right at the country club right <laughs> um uh and then uh and then and then you know she was at she wasn't able to continue being friends with that family due to the advances from the father uh to and her which did, carly it, gave into and it ended their friendship into too. their friendship and, and the mom did it to do and all and, and yeah and the, and the daughter got in an accident because she was upset because she had just found out the truth yeah and, and what i think that happened later didn't this, this character actually come to port charles i believe the daughter character i don't know i i wasn't watching i thought i saw a tweet i don't know i don't think so you know reese, i think me. it was reese yeah but you know me though i forget things right i'm sure chat will be able to tell us and then daisy says it sounds like sexual assault which um, on one side of the coin, yes. On the other side of the coin, yes. It, I guess it depends on what hill you want to climb when it comes to this. In many states out there, 16 is an age of consent. But it's also incredibly inappropriate for this 48, presum presumably 48-year-old man to advance on sure. someone who is 16. Uh, so, you know, I mean, morally, no. I don't know where it lies legally in the state of Jacksonville, Florida. Normal. But when it comes to morally, absolutely no good. No good at all. Um, and wow. it, it just sucks that, uh, you know, uh, perspectives as they are, you just couldn't resist him rather than my husband did some terrible things. Yeah. Nikisha. She, hey, Nikisha. Welcome to the show. Chiming in with the correct answer, I hope. Uh, yes, Reese Nikisha. came to Port Charles for revenge and she died off camera. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, what about Carly leaving her phone on the plane and getting a replacement? Just to add tension to Drew's half. Yeah. She's supposed to get a phone tomorrow. Yeah. That's what she's supposed um, to do. Now, Leanne follows that up with uh, some kind of incriminating evidence. Paternity test to be discovered? Question mark, maybe? I mean, maybe. To me, it just seems a way for Drew to worry about Carly. Mm-hmm. And to give her a reason to to leave the airport and go read a book and have this conversation. Oh, and it's also a reason for him to take off and go to Aruba, too, or go find her. Yeah. Because he's worried about her. Right. So, um, and Chandra's suggesting that they may, may go even deeper into Carly's past like they did with Luke to explain all of his demons. Oh, I like that idea. <gasps> oh, I like that. I mean, that that would um, it would kind of fill out more detail when it comes to the Nell stuff. Yeah. There's probably more we can tell about that. Yep. Here's Frank. Yeah. yeah. Because if she's, if, if Carly, I mean, we know that Frank Benson was a terrible, terrible stepfather. We know that already. And her home life wasn't happy. We know that already. But if we can find out more things that happened to Carly, it will explain why she was so hell driven to get to Port Charles and punish her mom. Because of this life that you've given me, Mom. Yes. Um, yeah, because the more we learn about it, the less it's money, the less it's just straight up I'm a bad person. Like, it's, 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 it's like these um, villainous justifications that are very popular nowadays. You have to be a very sympathetic villain in today's world. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we're getting that. Uh, Reese faked her death, and then she came to Port Charles. There's all kinds of stuff. Hey, to Hevelin, welcome to the show. Um, I don't remember any of that stuff, of course. Reese and Sonny <laughs> had an affair. This came out right before Laura Wright took over. Oh. So here's the thing. Here at this point, and this this is totally inspired by Judy. Thank you, Judy. Mm-hmm. At this point, given the relationship that Carly and Sonny have had, been married five times. If Sonny sleeps with someone else, how can you still be mad at him? Yeah. At this point, married to him five times and being together for 30 years, you are choosing time and time again to be with someone that you know is going to sleep with somebody else. That has, yeah. So you either walk away from that entirely or you just accept it for what it is. Ah, but Sonny's so... (laughs) <laughs> interesting and dangerous and handsome and oh he just kind of you know he ruffles her feathers in a good way he does, he does. it's the fighting it's the fighting it makes me feel so good about well myself. they've been very passionate they love on each other with a great passion and they fight with great passion too they always have they always have they always have um yeah but i i'm I want I, I don't want the whole um, Jacksonville, Florida thing just to be over and that's done. I, I wanted. I want more. I do. Just run into somebody else. Maybe. Maybe Mister yeah. Mister Wade Huckleberry, whatever. Honey cut. Honey cut. Honey cut. Cut him a new butt, wouldn't she? <laughs> <laughs> you Carly. You are Caroline Benson. Uh huh. <laughs> don't me now, don't you? Oh wow. Gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Nina wasn't she up to much. can't wait to get out of Jacksonville now, though. Oh, no, she can't. She's ready to just G-O. Yeah. Just get she on. Get out of there now. It's like, yeah, this is the hellhole I left, isn't it? Same hellhole. <laughs> there is no difference. Yep. Same hellhole. And you can tell, though, it, you know, there's 
there's few things that, you know, like cut Carly deep, especially for somebody she don't know. She didn't give a damn what you think. Um, but she, you know, she had tears in her eyes. She, she really, it really affected her what the things that um, terrible person was saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville can be a new storyline for Carl. Maybe Jacksonville will be where oh, I sound different to me. So weird. I sound different to me. I don't know if I sound different to you. No, you um, sound like you. Good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, maybe Jacksonville could be like a, 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 a Carly's Nixon Falls. You know, she would just hang out there for a while, <laughs> find herself a boyfriend. No, she better run herself home because there's a hook killer at home. There's a hook, hook killer hook. there. She Where's the gone. hook? Hook, hook. There is the hook. Make sure her babies are all right. There is the hook. Come on, people. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Rufio. Rufio. Now, now I need Rufio to come to Port Charles, and I need um, Victor Cassidy to be like, Rufio. Rufio. <laughs> or we can get Dustin Hoffman. He's not up to much. He's being old somewhere. I sound so sexy to myself. I don't know what happened. I feel so, so bassy and good in my earphones. I'm into it. It's like there's some extra noise cancellation or something. I, I don't know. I'm into it though. Hey. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I like the I like the Carly stuff, but that oh that lady though. Oh my gosh. It was that scene was somewhat you know it's kind of somewhat short. And, um, I mean, there's a new character. And I already wanted Carly not to piss out of her. <laughs> you just into that, though. That's what you want. Just out of every episode of, of General Hospital. I wanted is, is some sort of her. <laughs> I wanted her to grab her by the heaven there and give her a shake and have her wig pop off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lori, I think my favorite part about The Good Place was when it started raining shrimp. I think that's what I'll find. That's what I want. I can live in a fantasy land. I want one that rings shrimp, like cocktail shrimp, shrimp that's ready to eat. Oh, that's, that, that, that sounds smelly. <laughs> you just don't like seafood. <laughs> you just don't like seafood. Sorry. Sometimes I have these little side conversations with the chat that you don't know about because you don't read the chat. It's too distracting. It is too distracting. I tried it once and I just... You did. Uh, you did. I remember. It's also complicated for you to get into. Um, Drew and Salmon Scout. So what, what do you think? Yeah. What, what do you what do you think we're getting there with that? What was the point of that? Hmm. What was the point of that? Building the runtime. I, I I don't see the point of it, honestly. It's hard. Not really. Right. Um. Uh. Well. Um. If I were to put anything into it, um, we've got uh, just continuing to establish that Sam and Drew are co-parenting. They're good friends, best friends, all mm -hmm. that stuff. But they did sprinkle little things in there. What Scout was like, "Why are you hugging? Why are you hugging?" Oh, yeah. yeah. So now we got Scout maybe going, "Oh, mommy and daddy might get back together." Uh. And then we also had some lingering looks from Sam at the end of the conversation. Where if I were to put words in her brain, which I can't because I don't know what she's thinking. I'm not Sam McCall, nor did I write the scene. But if I could put words into her brain, it could have been like, huh, here I have this strange man moving into my house with his kids. Mm -hmm. My kids still have an active daddy right here. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's a moment there if you're going, hmm, am I making the right choice? Should She's, I have uh, given Drew more of a chance? I don't think that she 
I think she likes Dante quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like she's in love with Dante. It's like a, like a good companion. Yeah. 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 But if you were to move on to somewhere else, she'd be like, ah, oh, that sucks. But wouldn't be devastated. Maybe, maybe Carly, not Carly, maybe Sam and Dante's relationship is just there for a complication when Lulu wakes up. Probably. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. She might be waking up soon. They mention, you know, they have a t- tendency to mention, when they mention characters often, that usually means that there's, there's something in the, something coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mentioned Hayden Barnes this week. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I think we've been hating off and on for the last couple of mm-hmm. months now. So maybe, maybe, maybe we're 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 starting to get ready for that. I, I really, I really don't know. I don't know. Uh, to show us the new scout is a suggestion from from Chandra. I guess we have a new scout. I guess. Yes, we do have a new scout. The old scout, the old scout was, um, of course, you know, they sourced her a little bit. She, okay. this, this new scout's much bigger, but not super bigger, but bigger. Yeah. Uh, she looks different. The old scout resembled um, Kelly Monaco a little, little, little bit. So this scout's this like scout what, 11? Hmm? This scout's like what, 11, 10, uh, 9? I know. I think she looks more like around 8. eight. Okay, I, I, I cannot age kids, guys, like, really, like, sincerely. My whole life, I've never been able to age a child. I don't know how old kids are. Oh, uh, I think she looks about eight. Okay. <laughs> At least that's still relatively roundabout and appropriate age for her. Mm-hmm. Had a microphone issue. Now you can hear me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and now everybody can see all my little things. Anyway, whatever. Tech is weird. Just, just let it go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the writers want Sam to want Drew, but Kelly wants Sam with Dante. Okay, I don't know how much power Kelly Monaco has over the the course of Sam's thing. Uh, and then Lori says that Kelly Monaco seems happier. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know Kelly Monaco, so that's very difficult for me to say. But I, I can that say same. that she does seem to bring more energy recently than when she was doing stuff with Steve Burton. Yes, and I get the impression that I get the impression with her the scene that she had with Drew that um, uh, Cameron Matheson is a true friend of hers. They it seemed very easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very well, easy. Okay, so you know how we like to make fun of Drew. <laughs> We're here. Oh my God, Scout! What are you doing here? This is such a <laughs> fancy place for such a little girl. <laughs> Maybe your mom will get you two desserts. What'd you think? Like, uh, oh my God. You know how we yeah. like to make fun of that. Yeah. <laughs> but in reality, uh, that, that, the, 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 the line that does not exist between Cameron Matheson and Drew Kane, you know, that does not exist. There is no difference. Except yeah, Cameron Matheson is married to some lady with talent him. and stuff. Anyway. He's hmm? just too Ryan. He is too Ryan Lavery, though. But he's very, he's very big and bright and happy and Ryan Lavery like. And Cameron Matheson is very much like that, too. We were there. We were there at the convention. We listened to him talk for 20 minutes answering questions. And he was just so happy to be on General Hospital. And there was some talk, you know, it, 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 there was some talk about maybe being Ryan Lavery. But we thought maybe we could go in a different direction with him, <laughs> you know. Um, and just, just the possibility was good. I was really excited, yeah. right? Well, one thing about him I really love is I do love his positivity. And that's the thing. Uh, his positivity, that energy, that zest for life in reality, in real life, when it's not some ridiculous TV character that's unlike mm-hmm. the previous iteration of the same character played by a different actor. Mm-hmm. 
is friendly. It's good to be around. It makes you feel good. It brings you up. You see that 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 uh, Cameron Matheson's on the call sheet with you. You could probably assume, oh my god, I'm probably going to get a free coffee in a good day. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I can I can and see. Like, and he's like the good that. quarter bean now. Michael used to be the good quarter man, and he's not anymore. <laughs> no, Michael. Uh, now Michael walks into the room and demands to know why why Willow hasn't called him back. Like immediately, not, hey, how's it going? You feeling okay? You're pregnant with my child. Just no, why didn't you answer my call? Mm-hmm. What a jerk. You become a little Edward a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandy says that uh, Cameron Matheson should have been brought back as a new character. Maybe. I but I'm I, not, I don't think this was the original direction, intention that they were going to be doing with Drew. I agree. Because he was not like this when he was in prison. No, he was not as intense as Billy Miller, but he wasn't so happy. Let's just go get some waffles, everybody. You feel like waffles? I want some waffles this morning. Come on uh, with me, Leo. I think Steve Burton's uh, departure changed the trajectory of Drew. We went from Sam having to choose between Jason and Drew to what the hell did we do with Drew? Mm-hmm. Well, I, so. I mean, Sonny's splitting up and... Carly liked Jason, so maybe there's something there. You know? So yeah, yeah. the Steve Burton thing, I think, totally, totally, completely changed the direction that they were going to be taking Drew Kane. I don't know what he would have been up to. I mean, he had been programmed by tarot cards and all kinds of stuff that they yeah. had set up on Crete that they weren't at least they weren't able to follow their original plan with. Now, could they have saved it in some way and still done some sort of iteration of it? Dante versus Drew? They could have. Mm -hmm. They could have. They chose mm -hmm. not to. And maybe it was because of who Cameron Matheson is. Maybe the conversations that he had with Frank Valentini were very convincing. I, I don't yeah. know. I wasn't there. I think they need to give Drew a nemesis where they can give, where they can show some different sides of him. I mean, yeah, because when, uh, like, the, the Crete stuff was better. <laughs> well, someone, 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 fight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Ow. I like Cameron Matheson on the show. Ow, I'm so but... sorry. I'm so sorry for bringing you into that fake interview. <laughs> so sorry. Like, from the bottom of my heart, Marshall. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry. You are sorry. I haven't thought about this in months, boy. <laughs> but you know what? Huh? You're forgiven. I love Hat Daddy. I do. He's good. He's good. He's good. Uh, Drew shouldn't He's be so have happy. He's going to pick up the pieces for poor Curtis. Curtis going to find oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, oh, so, 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 Jordan, so Portia hates Jordan, which is just going to not work out for her. Okay? So I don't necessarily, I don't know. Okay, yes and no, because it's a soap. So clearly they're both going to be fighting over Curtis at some point, right? Like, one of us is going to be the true love. Um, I don't really want it to be that way, but that's because I'm new. I want to see something new. I kind of, you know, let's shake it up some. Let's not use the same formulas. I'd rather see Jordan and Portia just hate each other. Just hate each other? Just due to misunderstanding who the other person really is. I don't understand why Jordan is protecting that silly old Aunt Stella, really. Because they had a long conversation about that. Stella's a <sighs> member of the family. Your old lady, you, you messed up. You need to come clean on what the crap you did. Mm, I wouldn't cover her like that. I just wouldn't. You just hate Stella, though, Ma. You no, need to keep I don't. that. In mind. You hate Stella. Don't sit there and lie to me like that. 
I don't hate Stella. You do not respect Stella. No, I you don't. You do not wish her well. You do not want her to be happy. You want her to get get punished for the things that she does. I'm here to stop being the. I just want her to, you know. You don't even want somebody to be on her side and try to protect her from some sort of terrible thing that happened while she was having a stroke. Well, I don't want her to get hooked or nothing, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't understand, you know, because even okay, her and Jordan have come into a good place. They came into a good place, but yes. she was mean as hell and rotten to Jordan for a long time. Power of forgiveness, Ma. If you can still, if you, if, if it's all said and done, you turn around and are nasty to that person again, you haven't truly forgiven them. Hmm. Okay. Because <laughs> forgiveness is permanent. You can't just revoke your forgiveness. Oh, I don't forgive you for that anymore. So now I'm going to be mean to you. No. It's because she's done something new. She for The stuff that she gave before, she's still forgiven. This new crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in reality. In reality, if it wasn't for Curtis walking into that room, it wouldn't have been a non-problem. And it's still a non-problem. The only reason it's the problem is because Portia's stirring the pot. Yeah. Portia needs to... Portia, how could you not know that... Uh... Oh, my gosh. You know Jordan knows the truth. People are defending you because they said, don't sit there and lie to me, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> you can, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just don't I just don't see the big reason why she should be protecting her in that way. It was uh, because um, uh, uh, in, in reality, for me, for me, for me, this is just for me. OK, and I'm a master writer who has won no no awards. So I know what I'm talking about. OK, um, <laughs> I finished all of one project, everybody. I know. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, anyway, um, if it wasn't for Curtis coming into the room when he did, and if it wasn't for Portia going, I don't trust that at all. That's baloney, dude. Mm -hmm. They would have been able to refile no problem. Oops, it slipped my mind. Curtis would have been like, ah, that sucks. I really don't like that that happened. Mm -hmm. But that would have been the end of it. They would have had no reason to press or think about it any further. Mm -hmm. But Curtis walks into the room, which also, what the hell, Curtis? That is the commissioner's office. You can't just walk into the police commissioner's office without an appointment or invite. That's true. You would think not, huh? No, he should get arrested for that shit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he, he discovers Stella in there for, for no conceivable reason. Why is Stella hanging out with Jordan? There's no reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're friends. Da -da -da -da. Oh, yeah. Weak. Weak. You're talking about me. I know it. Uh-huh. Uh, if it wasn't for that, you know, if it was just like, what happened? Oh, I got distracted. Or mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Which would have been the truth at the time if, if Jordan hadn't been confessed to by Stella. I don't know what happened. That's crazy. I put it in the mail. Yeah, that would be true. Which is what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's not a problem. It's only a problem because of the problem. Right. It's so weird. It's, right. it's so yeah, weird. When it comes right down to it, she didn't do anything wrong. She did exactly what was ex what what. Curtis expected her to do right. and what she had promised to do. Right. So she, um, she signed the stuff. She put it in an outgoing mail. Mm -hmm. Outgoing mail was taken. Yep. Jordan uh, loses function of her only kidney, has to go to recovery. Mm -hmm. Can't see the incoming mail. Curtis isn't paying enough attention, by right. the way. Curtis isn't mad at himself for never noticing. Oh, by the way, I never got the finalized papers. Yeah, I didn't get finalized papers. But no, it's all Jordan's fault. Oh, Jordan. Oh, how dare you? And the reason why she covered for Stella was just a, a quick gut 
in the moment thing. Yeah. Like there's no reason to throw Stella under the bus when it's not a problem. And it, as it stands right now, Jordan doesn't think it's a problem. They're going to refile the papers and that's it. But because Porsche's like, push this. Mm-hmm. The hell. And then mm-hmm. Curtis goes to push it. What the hell? And now Jordan has to be like, oh, well, okay. Well, this B word over here ain't telling you the truth about stuff. Like, yeah, this is Porsche's she, fault. She she did make an window twice in their conversation mm-hmm. about uh, Porsche's uh, uh, being, mm-hmm. you know, truthful. Yeah. She, she made a little dig twice. Right. And, 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 and Curtis actually mentioned that, too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I honestly, I, I, I for, as it stands right now, and my feelings will change because that's who I am. But as it stands right now, I'm putting all of this on Portia. Portia didn't open up her mouth about that being funky weird. Curtis would never have brought it up again. That's true. And now Curtis, and then Curtis would have had no reason to think that Portia's lying about something. Mm-hmm. Portia, Portia, Portia. See, here we go. Cracks in perfect Portia. I like Portia a lot. I think she's great. I think Brooke Kerr is amazing. I really enjoyed her stuff this week. I think she's natural. I think she's beautiful. I think she brings believability to everything that she does. I think that every relationship that she has, short or advanced, deep or shallow, on the show is great. Yep. When people talk about who to get rid of on the cast, Portia never comes up. Mm-hmm. Not that I've seen, at least. Yeah. However, we're you starting to see was... some of the flaws in her, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, I've heard, <clears throat> nothing concrete, but I've heard that uh, Trina's paternity will be revealed not, you know, not a year from now. Good. <laughs> Bless you, Mother. Thank you. Uh, so, um, uh, so yeah, I, I, I see some of the, 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 the faults in uh, Portia starting to come up. And also at the same time, um, Portia admittedly to Trina avoided romantic entanglements mm-hmm. for uh, Trina's life, essentially. Focused yeah. on being a doctor and a mom, not worried yeah, about dating yeah. or anything like that. You know, yeah. She still had the father figure in Taggart. She didn't need to bring a new daddy into town or anything like that. Um, and so, and, yeah. so, so Portia is also 20 years removed from dating. Yes, she is. 20 years removed <laughs> from emotional regulation of jealousy and suspic- mm-hmm. suspension, suspicion, mm-hmm. and paranoia, and all of yeah. these things that you uh, hopefully get over by the time you're like 22, 23 years old, right? Hopefully. Yeah. So, Curtis, um, too. Curtis is her first boyfriend that she's had in a long time, and also her first boyfriend, and, and also like the last boyfriend that she had as well. Yeah, that was her cheating on dude. Right. So uh she doesn't have a lot of experience when it comes to the love, when it comes to how to to to, to balance these things, to keep your secrets secret. And the real victim in this is two of them. There's Trina and Taggart. Those are the victims in her life. I mean Curtis too. Curtis didn't get Curtis to too. be a part of his daughter's life for a very, very, very no. long time. Carolyn no. wants to know no. where is Roger Howarth? Roger Howarth is taking some time. I don't know. Yeah, he's not well, maybe he's a hooker. Maybe he's the Maybe he's Maybe the he's hooker. Maybe he's the hooker. Um, so, uh, you know, sometimes people get tired. Sometimes people enjoy their breaks. Sometimes people need to take uh, a moment away. And there's also, um, you know, these actors are living, breathing, thinking people um, with wants, needs. You know, I, 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 it may be unpopular opinion, but uh, what are we missing with Austin out there? 
we are not missing anything from Austin. What it is is I'm sure Carolyn is a very big Roger Howarth fan and just wants to see his handsome mug on well, the screen. Yeah, well, Roger Howarth is a wonderful, wonderful actor, and they are not using him in his current capacity. Right, and so that 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 could be part of it as well. Like the writers are struggling to figure out how to make Austin work. Yeah. Sometimes things just don't work, and it's unfortunate. Well, they need to, you know, they need to to to, to ramp up his backstory. You Which know, they, they're in the process of doing. They need to ramp up his backstory and make some, some explaining. And then, you know, I hope hopefully there's another quartermain hanging back there in Potunk. Um, right. Um, you know, I, ho I hope so. But, you know, they're not developed the storyline. Maybe that's part of, you know, that maybe that's on the back burner and they're going to bring it up to the front a little bit. I, I, I hope, hope so. so. I mean, because that's what they're Austin working on now. Howard. We've got his cousin and these, this this woman and all that kind of stuff. So we're working on on some Austin backstory, which is going to probably push him in a new direction entirely. Uh, I do not like him with Maxie one bit. It's very, very clear that their original intention is not what they followed through with, nor is what they're doing now working. We know it. They know it. Roger Howarth knows it. But it's not something that you can just suddenly start writing differently for and put it on TV. Because as much as people criticize GH for not honoring its history or, or anything like that, um, it is a show that does make sense. There's a through line. There's a story to it. Things just don't suddenly turn. There's a reason right. why something changes. And until yeah. they build the story to that point where they can make this change for Austin, there's mm -hmm. not a whole big reason to keep him there. Right. Also it's on not... top of that as well, the show is mm -hmm. on 365, well, not 365 because they take the weekends and holidays off. But you know what I mean? Like this is on every single week, no, no breaks or anything like that. And I'm not even talking about the energy level of the actor. I am talking about the energy level of the audience. You need to give certain characters and certain actors breaks from being front and center and on every single episode every single time. Because if you are exposed like that, your impact on the show diminishes because you are so regular. Because mm -hmm. you start to blend in with the background, with the scenery. Oh, there's Austin again. Mm -hmm. And so when you take a break from that, then you get people like Carolyn who's like, hey, where's Rojo? Where's Austin? I'm curious. I'm interested. I'm invested. I want to know. Bring him back to me. Yeah. And then they do, and you are interested, and you are invested, and he's not just background coloring because he's on all the time. Like Carly, I'm not supremely invested in most of what Carly's doing. I'm not invested in it because I don't have to be invested in it. I know she's going to be on. I know it's going to be developed, and honestly... I know she's going to be okay. Yeah. More so, yes. There's very little for me to be invested in. There's a lot for me to talk about because it's on and I do a podcast. Mm -hmm. But there's very little little that I'm invested in. I don't I don't care if she winds up with Drew. I don't care if she winds up with Sunny again. I don't care if she has a good relationship with Michael. I, like there's a lot that I don't care about. Because she's on so much. She's on there all the time. She's on there all the time. All Her the stuff time. isn't. You feel that impactful. way about Sonny too? Because he's there all the time too. Who? Sonny, you feel that way about him too? I'm very uninvested in in Sonny. I was way more invested in what was happening with Smike. Yeah. Because okay. Smike was different. 
Yes, Mike was different. So, and that's not enough. That's not nice. Oh God, this show sucks, and I'm going to turn it off or anything like that. I'm, I'm taking it. I'm watching. I'm, a, I'm an easy Mark. I'm an easy fan. I really am. <laughs> But when it comes down to it, like I, I get some of these things and I think that it might be more beneficial for Austin or more beneficial for Roger Howarth right now to not be on while they can't give him good stuff or they can't figure out how to give him good stuff or they don't have time to give him good stuff because they promise stuff to other people. Mm -hmm. But that just, just goes to show one size of the cast. It's talked about all the time. And two room for expansion when it comes to how many hours you produce of, of content. Yes spinoff is 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 a viable thing i really do i wish i could convince somebody of that i wish i could have a conversation with abc executives and just passionately tell them to try it try it yeah try it just try it try just it. try it just try it and hulu's like 9.99 a month it really ain't that much of an investment mm -hmm. so yeah i mean for the consumer so like bringing in the audience shouldn't be that hard and okay i got a grandpa I, I got a grandpa he got a smart tv and smart tv got all that stuff programmed right into it it's right there on the remote it doesn't even require any sort of like modern day brain power to operate yeah yeah and you know <laughs> abc is doing that they're doing that a little bit they take the dancing with the stars off of regular abc broadcast and they put it on the disney plus Okay, see, here we go. Experimentation with that. Their new season is not going to be on regular broadcast television. That's because Tyra Banks is a terrible on. host. Um, <laughs> I, got, I saw that they got that Alfonso Ruberio guy to, uh, to be the co-host. Yes. Which just means that they're, they're just only casting from America's Funniest Videos. Pretty much, huh? Like if, if, if Danny Tanner was still around, he could be the host too. Yeah. But he unfortunately passed away. He sure did. He hit his head really, really hard in the bathroom. I think so. That's what it turned out. Mm -hmm. They think he slipped or something. It's tragic. It's so weird how sometimes the human body is so tough and resilient, but also so fragile. It's so strange. It's so strange. It is. Uh, Matt, is that a hook on your left? Oh, wait. <laughs> my left? So this is oh, my... This is, well, oh, is this my left? Well, that's it what does, we see, babe. It that's does kind of look like left. a hook, huh? It does. <laughs> it does. It does. No, actually, it's um, it's it's um, it's it's actually a very nice uh, pendant made by a very important person in my life. And that thing hanging on his door is my other car. And and you can get some uh, where where self care where self care You can get yourself a pendant or a, or a divination from oracle card readings and tarot and all that kind of metaphysical uh, magic stuff if you're into it. If you're not into it, stay away. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Speaking of someone that's interested in that stuff is Taj Bello. He's yes, interested he in that stuff. And um, Matthew, yeah. didn't I was so impressed with him this week when he had his. Uh, when he was when he was working on um, Brando, and he had all that medical jargon to say, yeah. and a lot of words, a lot, a lot of words. He did that real good, didn't he? Look at that. Uh, what he did. He did. What is what stone is that? Uh, this is a rose quartz stone. Uh, it's it's actually okay. pink, but it comes out as kind of like yeah, well, clear we, and white on here. I think all of us kind of under know what pink quartz looks like. We understand. Yeah, yeah. It's rose quartz stone. Uh, it's it's yeah, good at channeling cool. uh, you know positive love energy. Uh, this one's a very basic design, but I think that the uh, the the wire the 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 tie job on the the rope is pretty good. Uh, but it's a pretty basic design. But he also does copper wrapping and all that kind of stuff. Take a look, take a look. Free advertising yeah. for my friends. Yeah. <laughs> we, 
in any case, Taj Bellu, yes, he's into crystals. He actually has his own little like, metaphysical spot. I don't know if he just owns the shop or if it's an online thing or he just opened a table one time at some event. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't you think he did a good job with all his medical jargon over? He did. Over he did. He looked good on that surgeon's cap. Um, it, it, it fit well, you know, like the costuming was there. Um, I don't know well, why he was in the Steve surgery Harvey, room. Right? He's like the new Steve Hardy of General Hospital. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like the new okay. he's he, yeah. I mean Finn Finn doesn't do any doctoring anymore, so yeah. Oh, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> Finn is another character that they need to work on. Yeah. They do. <laughs> I I understand. Finn, uh oh goodness, Finn. Finn can get the hook and nobody would care, honestly. I mean, at this point, no. So th that that's another example of one of those characters <clears throat> that just kind of fades and blends into the background scenery because they're they're always on, they're always present, they always have a story. Mm -hmm. What's there to care about? They're gonna be fine. You know they're gonna be fine. <laughs> they're always on. Carly's gonna be okay. She's not gonna get hurt in Jacksonville. If anything, she's gonna be better because of it. That's you know, I think it's a story building. It's story building. I think what they're doing with Carly right story now, building. like I said, she's on a lot. So there's a lot to talk about. Easy, 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 Mark. Right. Um, what they're doing with Carly right now, I think, is they're doing um, 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 Eat, Love, Pray, um, How Carly Got Her Groove Back. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. She's trying to go to that. She's trying to go to that seminar to begin with. Yeah. 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 And so she's, uh, yeah. So, uh, she's, uh, I think she's, she's, uh, we're, 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 we're trying to find Carly finding herself. Now that I'm removed from Sonny and all these men, who am I? Exactly. I didn't talk to Drew all weekend and it was liberating. Maybe I shouldn't. And then there's going to be drama there. Yeah. Maybe I need to date myself for a while. Maybe when she listens to all those messages from Drew, she'll be like, eh. Why are you hey, calling hey, Carly? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Carly, Carly, Carly. Exactly. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, what else did I write down? What else did I write down here? Carly's in Jacksonville. Okay, Drew Santon scam. Uh, TJ the doctor. Oh, hey, look at that. Um, yeah, he was just he was doctoring this week. Um, doctored his butt off, didn't he? Doctoring his abutata off this week so happy to see that happy to see that Porsche is starting to hate Jordan Jordan covers for Stella Joss tells Trina about Dex time Dex gets conflicting orders so he's got to stay away from Jocelyn but also be in charge of Jocelyn yeah but he's not really standing Jocelyn's supposed, not supposed to know he's standing guard he's supposed to be kind of like you know in the shadows in the right. shadows just making sure no one's trying to hook her yeah basically yeah. make sure that she doesn't become a hooker herself um, <laughs> double entendres <laughs> Um, and then my last note is Cody ain't so bad without the Brit stuff. Um, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the last thing we talk about on the podcast today because, no. uh, people hate Cody. Uh, but ba basically in short, Cody's not that bad if you take Brit away. Um, uh, when it comes to his stuff with Dante, I think it's fine. His stuff with Olivia Falconeri is fine. His stuff with Leo is fine. His, his, his man of the people, the lowbrow guy with the quarter mains works. His energy, his, his, his way of speaking, his way of being is so different from Ned. You know, like yeah, oh, I think I think it may it, it's just just it'll it'll be some time yet. But I think that Cody will steal Olivia from Ned. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, but really, it's it's the Brit stuff that ruins it for me. Um, if it wasn't so, if it wasn't so awkward with Brit, if it wasn't the same scene over and over, again, I mean, the same scene over and over and over again. And then you've got these people constantly telling Brit that she likes Cody, but Cody, but Brit has never said I like Cody except for last week a little bit. 
but all of these people are like, oh, you like him. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are we, juniors in high school? Oh, you like him. You must like him. Look at him. Like, no. <laughs> no, I, I just, I just, I haven't been for it. I haven't been sold on it. It's been, it's been a little too pressure filled and creepy for me. But when it comes down to the rest of the stuff that Cody's up to. I think his stuff with Leo is very endearing. I love it. I liked it. I thought his stuff. Was, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, man, Leo's the only person I would pretend to be with. Be, be, pretend to be somebody with, which is a statement. Folks, I've heard that statement before from people. Like, I like kids because I don't have to BS around. I could just be me and they don't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so anyway, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Is it an appropriate time for the character? No. Uh, does he need to be there? No. Uh, is he really bringing anything? No. But when it comes to who this person is that's being presented to us, I don't think he necessarily needs all of the hate that he's getting. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have told the story about texting Frank and then getting the job off of that. I would say probably have avoided saying that. Yeah. Keep those details away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, what do you want to end the podcast on this week, Ma? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's take a look at the chat. What do you then. guys want to talk about, chat? Let's take a look here. Uh, everybody like, rate, subscribe, comment, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, Drew should be with Scout. Maybe that's what Scout's going to be like. I don't want to live with Daddy now. I don't want to live with all of you stinky brothers. All these boys are smelling. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, they left the little girl sitting at the table by herself. I think they're talking about, um, it's Mary Ellen. I think they're talking about Drew and Sam. She was an eyesight. It's fine. They do that all the time in General Hospital, though. They right. leave somebody playing with color cranes and eating ice cream at Kelly's all the time. Oh, all the time. They'll leave me like, just sit at the counter. And we're going to go step outside for a few minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drew shouldn't be so happy, says Nikisha. He should be traumatized and in therapy. He was held captive and tortured. He'd be, he should be heavier, darker. But Cameron, can Cameron Matheson bring that? That's something that Fido talked about, is sometimes you got to write for the actor's strongest strengths. And not necessarily put them in positions where they're not going to deliver. Yeah. Maybe his nail maybe his Navy SEAL training makes him just not that um vulnerable. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's able to compartmentalize very easily. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Nikisha says that Curtis isn't a prize and Jordan can do way better. <laughs> I mean I mean, I don't know. Curtis is very handsome, but when it comes down to it, the people fall in love with this man. I see it, Nikisha. I see it. I saw him in person. Holy smokes, he's oh dang pretty. He's also like <laughs> it looks like just made a brick. Like what? He does. Uh let's he see. Does. Frida being Curtis's daughter is at the tip of Jordan's tongue. She's just gonna blurt it out. She probably will. I wouldn't be surprised. You just just go save her daughter. What? Trina's no. not my daughter. Yes, she is. Yeah. Uh, well, he's gonna find out in some nefarious way, that's for sure. Forgiveness is subjective. I can forgive you and not like you. Very true. Very true. But part of forgiving somebody is also, you know, like, if, anyway, we don't need to get into it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Well, let's talk. You know what we didn't talk about? Who? Uh, we didn't talk about, well, for, for one thing, we talked about Mrs. Wu's flip, her picture on the flip. Dang, she looks hard and mean, doesn't Ms. she? Wu. Miss yeah. Wu and Bradley. <laughs> Speaking in Cantonese this week, Ma. I know. I love that. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, very popular. Very popular choice. Very popular yes, choice. So, I love that. And that came about um, from what I've seen. Uh, it seems as though um, um, uh, you know Perry Shin and um, 
Lydia Locke. Lydia Locke. They both speak the same dialect of Cantonese. Yes. And they had mentioned it. Yes. And so they yes. wrote it into the show. And then on Twitter... Makes total sense, Makes doesn't total it? Makes total sense, yes. And then on Twitter, um, Terry, Terry Randolph goes, guess who else speaks Cantonese? So, really? Yeah, so maybe we'll get some Terry in there someday at some point. Speaking. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if she overheard something that she wasn't supposed to hear? Right. And they would never suspect that yeah. she would understand that language. Right. Right. Uh, right. So, cool. I, I, I'm with it. Um, is, is, um, is she part Asian? I don't know. I, I've never thought well, about it before. Be. Never thought about it before. I never thought about it before, but you know what? Actually, though, you think about her, you think about it, she She could she be, but that's just, that is just guessing off of look. So I, I don't know. Yeah, just guessing off of looks, but I think it's very believable that yeah. she could be half, quarter, eighth, sixteenth. I don't know. I don't know nothing about nobody that I've never met. I want to meet these people so bad, Mom. Yeah, me too. Make I it happen. Too. I would love to meet all of them. <laughs> but anyway. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Christina anyway. needs to be with a woman. She's bi, but she's the gay representation. All right. So Christina is amazing. All right. Lexi Ainsworth, who plays Christina, fantastic. And there's a lot of people out there going, oh, my God, Christina and Dex is the way to be. And so I watched the show with that in mind. OK, because I saw the tweets before I saw the episode. And these fools had one conversation together. What the hell are you people talking about? Oh, everybody wants to ship everybody. They want to ship everybody, especially if that person is starting to ship with someone else if their ship is beginning to sail somewhere mm -hmm. they're like oh no jump off of that one this is the one that you need to do yeah yeah but they didn't establish in the past though they didn't establish in the past that she is bisexual they have they have they have so, yeah so part of bi representation is freedom of choice <laughs> where you can date your female teacher or also date the the rugged bodyguard that works for your dad um mm -hmm. So, um, I see what you're saying here, Daisy. Daisy says she is bi, but she is the gay representation. Brad is also on the show. Every uh, every couple of weeks, he's like, I gave my number to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you in fact, he said that this week. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a little bit there. Days of Our Lives is the one that, that when it comes to soaps and gay representation, that's the one that's that that's knocking that out of the park and doing the best. They even call it Gays of Our Lives, Mom. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch it enough, though, that's for sure. Yeah. I thought about starting to watch it, but I don't know, but i got a busy life. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to catch another soap in, in, until GH is no longer available to me. I don't think I can either. Unless really. unless something happens where it just gets, like, like they do I a complete do? change and, like, they, they no, replace all of the cast. I could. I could put another I could put another soap opera in my docket. And I'll tell you what I have to get rid of to do that. <laughs> um, Your phone? This right here. You gotta get rid of your phone. Stop scrolling. Well, no, yeah, because you know I get my notifications and everything, and I, I'm on this thing five to six hours a day. Oh well, gosh, man. Uh, yeah, this thing has kind of taken the place of television for me, other than General Hospital to yeah. a certain degree. Well, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Judy has Googled it for us, and Cassandra James. I think Cassandra James, right? Yeah. Uh, is, she has some Chinese on her mom's side. I don't know how much, but some. Sure. So sure. awesome. So awesome. Look there at that. Go. Look at that. Come here for the truth, everybody. Have to be Chinese to be able to speak Cantonese either. Um, no, you know, not at all. You could have absolutely started it. How many times? <laughs> how many times has your brother uh, been able to put a kid, 
well, backstory a little bit. Um, you guys, Matthew's brother, Stephen, is a principal. Okay? And he will catch these kids talking smack about him on a regular basis in Spanish. They don't anticipate he understands and can speak Spanish. And then he answers them in Spanish and they're about to poop their pants, you know? <laughs> and they're elementary school kids too, so that's super fun. That's well, super fun. Just four years, four, 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 fourth graders just running around doing some crazy nonsense. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't know. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all we talked about. That's, that's what that's what it that's what it is, right? That was General Hospital this week. It was General Hospital this week. And I, I know I just I, I think I think when Kelly when uh Kelly Tebold leaves, yeah, that's the relationship that I will really miss. Is is it Brad and Britt. <laughs> Brad and Britt are so fun, aren't they? Brad and Swagger. Brad, they're so fun. Swagger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Brad is Absolute so nonsense. freaking scared of Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Selena. Yeah. He's what, so my? afraid of her. <laughs> He's so afraid of her. Oh, let me get you a mimosa. Actually, here, take mine. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, who's Esme's mother? Felicia is Esme's mother because Mac is, is, is Cody's dad. That's why. That's why. That Felicia is Esme's mother. I think that makes it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope it's true. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Felicia gets her storyline back. She gets her storyline back. Listen, uh, okay, I don't know. Maybe I, 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 next week I'll just take t- time off of Twitter because you all are just so negative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked Felicia better when she was helping Anna with the Ice Princess because even though she wasn't the center of that storyline, she still had her own voice. Now she's just Mac's doting wife. Oh, well, I mean, both, you know, yeah, she's a doting wife to a certain degree. She's concerned about her husband, um, you know, and his uh, and, and what he's what's going on with him. Um, I don't like Felicia when she's baby talking. Yeah. Not crazy about her, her depiction when she kind of does a kind of baby yeah. talk. Well, I don't like it when Bobby does it either. Right. Bobby does the same thing. She, she does. talks like a baby sometimes too. And yeah, if um, you give them grit and give them something really cool to portray, they're not like that. Bobby can stand up with all of them. She could have put that uh, Mrs. Honeycut. She could have cut her up with words. I really don't know, honestly. So Bobby was at her peak well before, yeah. well before I was I, yeah. I started. Because yes. she she she's big character in the eighties, right? Like big character, and then Huge. the nineties, yeah, sure, but not so much. Mm-hmm. Because that's when Sunny and all of them came. Yep. Right. Yeah. And then and then for me, you know, I I didn't really start paying attention to ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In which, I, oh, that's Luke's sister. Yeah, and Bobby's <laughs> character had already turned and and uh-huh. was by then. Yeah. Uh, but she, you know. Do, do you remember seeing, do you remember a few scenes where Bobby got a hold of Nell and tore her down with words? Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Very Zeman. good. Very good. Now, now Jackie Zeman also possibly maybe have found herself on the chopping block of, of General Hospital as well. We don't know. She could. She, 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 she was doing some, some, some confusing, weird tweets at about the same time Ken Schreiner was. Oh. And here we are two, three weeks later with a hooked killer on the loose. I know. Oh, I would hate them to kill Bobby, though. Gosh. I know. Legacy character. I know, but then it would be also very dramatic. 
it would be very dramatic. It would be very dramatic. Now, you know what I was thinking with Brando? If Brando oh. dies next week, yeah. If Brando dies next week, they should have a two-year-old come into his vision. Come on, Daddy. Oh. And then Mike's there with his hat. Yep. Now, and come on, yeah, Mike there with his hat and a two-year-old. Come on, Daddy, let's go. Oh man, I you would know? cry so much. Me and Uncle Gotcha, let's go. See, so, oh my God. So that would be beautiful and stuff. But you know whose death that would really serve, though, would be Sasha's. Yeah. So, okay, so she's seeing the light. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, oh, God, it's going to be so tragic. So freaking tragic. I almost said the F word. Um, <laughs> so tragic. But if if we were to put Sasha in that situation, she sees the light and, come on, Mommy, come on. And then that's when she has to choose. Am I going to die right now or am I going to follow my kid into heaven? And she chooses following Liam to heaven. Ugh. Oh my God, heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, <laughs> Emmy award-winning, Fido Xavier, I hope you're listening. <laughs> but wouldn't that be, a? wouldn't that be, you know, because, you know, General Hospital loves to have oh, characters yeah. pick you up when you die. Okay, so. So wouldn't that be so cool, though? So, so on General Hospital, we know that somebody's really dead when somebody walks them off into the afterlife, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. But I thought about that, you know, not a baby, of course, but like a two or three year old, mm -hmm. you know, holding hands with Uncle Mike. Yeah. Coming to get him. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, Dad. I would, I would oh, have to yeah, drink, yeah. I would have to go drink a glass of water after that scene. <laughs> Replenish the tea. Hydrated. Really? <laughs> really? What do you guys think? Wouldn't that be beautiful? That would be super beautiful. We'll see what they have to say when uh, the 10 second delay catches up with the audience. Um, <laughs> JLJ says, you look so pretty today. Thank you, James. So is Carly dreaming? I did a little something different with my hair. You know, I kind of did a throwback to the seventies. Got a little feather going on there. Oh yeah! Oh, this is the classic mom hairdo. You had that that hair for for look. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this little mouse hand all over everything. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that hair! Oh gorgeous! I did a little. You know, instead of just straightening out, I did my seventies throwback to the feathers. Well, let's just talk about the 70s, folks. Let's take the next 20 minutes to just talk about 1976. It was the country's bicentennial. I was a young man of 15. I was a freshman in high school in 1976. <laughs> I missed the 70s entirely. You did, sweetheart. I was not, I was not there. Oh, thank goodness for that, because I'd have had to have you when I was about 15. Yeah, that wouldn't necessarily turned out great. <laughs> it might have turned out great, but, you know, I'm sure the struggle with them a little harder. Cheryl says that you're a beautiful woman, Mama. Well, thank you, Cheryl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss the 70s. 70s seemed pretty cool, but then I saw some pictures of the 70s and it was really polluted, so I don't know if I, I would really enjoy it too much. You know what, you know what Matt? I, that makes me think. I went The first time I went to Disneyland, I was 11 years old. The very first time I went to Disneyland, which would made it 1972. Mm -hmm. Okay? I remember going down there and it was so freaking polluted the sky was so polluted back there back then and the la basin that i remember um getting a headache from the smog i remember actually getting a headache from it yeah, and then like the hudson river was just like disgusting in new york and just all kinds of we had smog alerts as a kid in la says jlj <sighs> i believe it oof boy <laughs> but why is it different now? Is it is, is uh, it I think tech, car tech has gotten better. Um, car tech, um, and then also just pollution regulation in general has gotten a lot better. Yeah, uh, like the EPA didn't exist and all of that back then. The Environmental yeah. Protection Agency. But I do remember that. And then when all of that stuff came into play, that's when they cleaned up all of these rivers and 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 the sky and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
JLJ and says that he was the disc he was uh, a disco dancing champion in the 70s. So, oh. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Mm. I love that. I love that. I do love dance, you guys. I'm crazy about dance. I love it. I was dancing at work the other day and the yeah. girls kind of stopped and said, Oh, cat. I said, Oh, y'all don't know I can dance, huh? Yes, I can. I dance not 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 bad at all. In fact, I get a lot of attention from it. It's like woo, because they don't expect me to be able to dance like that. Where are you going, Matt? Where are you? You guys, Matt took off. Where did he go? I don't get it. There he is. Where'd you go, babe? Sorry, I was looking for something. I wanted to show everybody, but I couldn't find it fast enough. Oh, okay. I hope you told your whole story, though, and it wasn't awkward. No, I was fine. I was just asking where you were, mostly. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you a little story about that same season. <laughs> okay, so I was 11. My brother was 9. Yeah. It was just our mom with us. So, you guys remember Davy Crockett? Well, they still have the island, but Davy Crockett Island was at the time. Okay, that's what it was called. Right mm -hmm. there by, you know, by pir pirates and the where the ships come around and all that. Yeah. And they used to be able to take the raft over there oh. and go to Davy Crockett Land. Well, my brother thought it would be funny to hide over there. <laughs> and so, you know, we're on, we're back over there in New Orleans Square. And where's Billy? Can't find Billy. Can't find Billy. It's dark. <laughs> it's dark. Well, Davy Crockett Island closes down at dusk, right? Mm hmm we had to have the park and everything go over there and find his little butt. And I was so mad at him because we didn't have a whole lot of time. And we had to look for him for like two or three hours. And I thought, man, I could have been on, I could have been on so many rides. And we were over there looking for him. I was so mad. And back then too, that's back when you still had tickets. It wasn't general admission. Uh -huh. You still had tickets at Disneyland there. I had myself a whole packet of e-ticket rides that I could not go use because I was looking for my stupid little brother on Davy Crockett Island. So mad. So mad. So mad. just makes me mad at him right now. I go to Tracy and kick his butt right now. <laughs> well, at least you've been able to go to Disneyland uh, several times since then and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and haven't had the same issues. Um, that your, your kids didn't go hide on Davy Crockett Island. No, um, I think I probably told you guys, you hide over here, I'm going to kick your butt. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably, probably. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. We have, now we're talking about... Um, now we're talking about platform shoes and, and <laughs> but don't go to Tracy. Hey. No, that's where she's going. Tracy, California, James. Yeah, Tracy, California. <laughs> well, you know what? I got married in 1980. My wedding shoes were uh, platform white candies. You guys remember those shoes? Nope. They had like clunky uh, plastic wood heels. They were they were like they looked like wood, but they were plastic. They had a big old platform and just a big white stripe over the top. That was my wedding shoes, white candies, platform candies. Mm. And my husband wore an angel flight suit. And, uh, and then I was born six years later. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me. All right. Nothing happened before I was born. Well, a few things happened, but you know, a lot of a lot of things happened after you were born. A lot of fun things happened oh, after. God, you so were. many things have happened after I was born. Too many things have happened after I was born. To be honest, I need fewer things to have happened. Because you're getting old, babe, a little bit. I know. I, oh, gosh, we talked about it last week. All of the advertising is based around songs that were on when I was 15. So you know, that's that's a thing. Um, they you're expect the me to like money. Hmm? You're the demographic making money right. right now. And you know, they expect me to do things like vote, and take care of my car, and pay my taxes, and all these kinds of things that I didn't have to care about when I was younger. 
you know? I know. Isn't it interesting that when we're kids, we're all so carefree, but all we want to do is grow up. And then when you're grown up, you're just longing for those decades in which you were younger. <laughs> I think about it a lot, honestly. I think about it too much, uh, really. I'm like, oh, man. It, it, but for me, I, listen, okay, so of course for you, you you, and, and, uh, and of course I'm sure plenty of people that are still in the chat, thanks for staying with us, even though we've totally gone off the subject, but who cares? We're having fun. <laughs> um, 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 the world has changed a lot. Uh, 1976 to 2022 huge mate like a completely 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 different experience it's like a freaking different planet actually right you know like really? like even even just in like design of buildings and advertising and, and stuff like I've, I've seen a lot of pictures because i wasn't there okay i've seen a lot of pictures though of the 70s and block letters and, and hand-painted signs and all kinds of stuff because the big printing uh, technology like existed but it wasn't like cheap <laughs> Or good. Oh, uh, and you know what? Back back when I was a kid, like when I was in high school, mm -hmm. we did like everything. Whenever the teacher passed out some kind of assignment, it was the it ditto, was a ditto, right? A ditto, yeah, a purple ditto, a purple ditto. Yeah. And that and that I can still hear this. That what what that thing sounds like. Right. So so just a completely 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 different experience. Uh, and for me very different world as well compared to when I was a kid versus now. Um, I find myself like, you know, you know, that classic thing. I, life is no different. I know exactly what you went through when you were a kid. I, I have no idea what people go through as kids now. Oh, I... It has to be so different. I didn't have cell phone. Oh, no. I, I didn't mean... have Instagram or followers or likes or anything like that to keep up with. No. And I tell you what else you didn't have. And I experienced this this week as a lunch lady. Yeah. The stupid atomic chip challenge that kids are doing right now. Uh, well, we I mean, maybe call, not that specific we one. We had to call a stinking ambulance for a kid on Monday. Because he did the atomic chip challenge. Well, it's not like we didn't throw he slammers had, at each other or anything. Ma. He had fluids coming out of every orifice of his head. What's he an atomic chip? Is it just like a really jalapeno chip? It's it's a chip. It comes in a container. It's kind of like a Pringles in a way. It's a kind of single chip. Uh -huh. And I don't know what the hell they put on it. It's got some kind of powder on it. I think it's like ghost pepper powder or something. Uh -huh. It'll light your ass on fire. Uh -huh. And the challenge is, is can you eat it? But well, one kid, he got so asphyxiated with that stuff. We had to call an ambulance for him on Monday. Oh, gross. So he had more on, than one then. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, I'm out there in the, you know, in the open area of the school serving lunch. I see this kid. He's over here in the corner. He's just spitting on the grass. And, and then he came over to me. I didn't understand at first. Then he came over here. He's reaching over my head to get some white milk mm -hmm. out, you know, <laughs> and he's coughing. And, I, and I'm like, what? This is me. What are you doing coughing over my head with something wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I went and checked on him. I went and checked on him. I didn't tell on him. I went and checked on him. I said, are you okay? Mm -hmm. said, no, you don't need help, right? Are you okay? And he's got, you know, boogers are coming out mm -hmm. and stuff. Are you okay? I'm going to be okay, Miss Cat. I'm going to be okay, Miss Cat. Okay. I'm going to come back and check on you in a minute. And if you're not better, I might have to tell somebody. Right. <laughs> so I come back over to him probably five, seven minutes later. and He looked normal again. I said, so I don't need to say nothing to nobody. I said, are you going to be okay? I'm not going to be in trouble tomorrow because you needed help and I didn't get you any, right? 
goes, no, I'm really okay, Miss Kat. I'm really okay. Please don't tell nobody. I'm really okay. Okay. I said, all right. And he's got his friends with all his buddies around. I said, now you listen to me, all you boys. You need to quit doing dumbass stuff, okay? No more chip challenges. You guys, chip challenge next week, I'm going to tell on you. Yeah, no more chip challenges. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's just the current stuff that these nonsense kids are up to. I mean, I, I heard stories about someone who needed to check if there was gas in his gas tank and so stuck a lighter down there. Uh, you know, like people huh. have always done dumb things. Yeah, people have always done it. Yeah, that, that happened at my yeah, house. I know. Blew up a motorcycle in the uh, in the driveway. Blue, blue, yeah, yeah. Set the garage on fire. All kinds of nonsense. Yeah, he did set the garage on. Oh my gosh, my poor mom. <laughs> she had a lot of shenanigans. And my house, when I was a teenager, my house was a house that everybody went to because you could pretty much, I mean, you couldn't do anything dangerous, but you could do kind of what you wanted there. You could be your total self. That's the way my mom always was. I don't want to know the person that you are when you go to your grandma's house. I don't want to know your good behavior personality. That's not really you. I want to know you. Yeah. So if you want to say the F word, say the F word. That's what they suppose she was. Mm -hmm. You want to smoke a cigarette, smoke a cigarette. I want to know the real you. I care about you kids, the real you. And that's why everybody came to our house, you know, because so, you can just be yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's it was awesome. awesome. You, your kids were just too anxiety ridden to bring anybody to the house, unfortunately. As much as you would have been cool being the uh, the center home where everybody came by, at least I can speak for myself. I was nervous as f to ever bring friends by. Um, the only reason they came by is because my friends were more extroverted than me and forced themselves into the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, like if it wasn't for for William, like that crew would not have been there. Um, just cause I was always too nervous about my mom and dad liking my friends. And so it'd just be easier for me to keep them away. But Matt, what, where did that come from? I don't think from me being that. an anxious, paranoid person, it has nothing to do with you guys. Just from yeah, the theol that exists inside of me. Uh, yeah. And I, and I used, to, and I used to always tell the kids too, you know, they call me Mrs. Theol, whatever. I always say, no, 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 don't, you know, just call me my first name. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't want, I don't know. I know it's a level of respect and we all, and we try to teach our kids, you know, to address people properly, but I just didn't, I, that was a little bit of my mom inside of me. I just mm. want you to be you. And if yeah. you're talking to Mrs. Theol, chances are you're not going to be you. All right, folks, I'm, I'm going to be honest with the 23 people that are watching us right now. Right? The biggest <laughs> challenge in my life is my um, own, I, I, I'm very much over it now because I'm, I'm 36 and good God, I don't have time to worry about it anymore. But when I was younger, the biggest challenge in my life was the fact that I was the biggest, nerdiest dork on the planet. I knew it, and I knew that it wasn't, like, cool. And so I had, like, this constant self-fight inside of me at all times over the things that I was passionate about that I knew were not popular, were not going to make me friends. The friends that I did have had similar interests, which weren't cool, so I was embarrassed of my friends to a degree because they were not cool people as well. And that was a big thing growing up that I never really talked about to anybody. I just dealt with it on my own. Um, you didn't talk to me about that. Yeah. And so that that prevented me from like really like like trying to go out and like uh, like cast parties at, at uh, for 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 school. Like there was cast parties and I barely ever went to them because my current friends were so ner nerdy and I didn't think anybody was going to make time for me because I was such a dork. And so, and so that was my biggest challenges growing up, really, um, when it comes to interpersonal stuff and, 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 and dealing with people. And so when it comes to, uh, like, this whole thing started with people eating ghost pepper chips and all that kind of stuff, I would have never gotten into that because, one, 
the hell? That is so stupid. I would have recognized that it is stupid. I would have th thought that my peers were stupid. Well, you already thought your peers were stupid. Man, I am asking <laughs> you were all hanging out with teachers and stuff. Yeah. You hang out with teachers and say, what? You, and you said, because teenagers are stupid. Teenagers are stupid. And I was worried they were going to judge find me. Them fun. I was worried they were going to judge me over the things that I enjoyed because they would have. Um, <laughs> and, and teachers, teachers liked the nerdy stuff because adults don't care anymore. Right. One of the biggest per people that used to make fun of me in my life growing up was my brother. He would give me the hardest time over being such a, a sci-fi dork, you know? And here we are in our, well, near 40s now for both of us. Mm -hmm. And he's there just consuming Star Wars and having long conversations with me about the overarching meaning of Anakin Skywalker's <laughs> arc into Darth Vader and his ultimate <laughs> sacrifice for his son and all of these things that he would never have talked to me about when he was 16, 17, 18 years old. No. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's let's see what some of the chat has to say about us as people, Ma. This is this is the probably the biggest insight that our audience has had to us as people, probably. and not just gh um, gh talkers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the cha the chip challenge is dumb. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are hilarious, according to JLJ. So basically, I really think that you and James need to sit together and have a half hour chat about the seventies and just talk about. <laughs> what life was like. I think you guys would have a great time doing that. Um, oh, I think James and I should dance together. <laughs> uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. This is a dance party. Um, uh, Herman says that he thinks that a lot of, a lot of people have probably felt trapped between a couple of different boxes and not knowing which was the right direction to go. So that's nice. Sure. Uh, Nikisha says that everything's relatable. Uh, JLJ was popular but didn't care about being popular. I can see that. I can see JLJ being a popular one at school. He's just mm. such a, he's, he's very, he's an extroverted guy. Let me tell you. I'm an extroverted person too. Yeah, I'm much. a, I'm an, I'm an omnivert. I can do this for a little while and then you take a nap. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of surprised by that. I'm just surprised by that, Matt. You know, I would not, as, as you as a child, you were much, much more extroverted or appeared to be. I mean, uh, I've always been somebody that does the things that I want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but what what it also included, though, uh, now when I was in school, it was a little easier because in school, there's there's a heavily regimented routine to your mm -hmm. day. You wake up and you go to school and you do these activities. You come home, did it, did it, did it. Like it's super. So when it came down to like extracurricular activities in school, it was very easy to pursue what I wanted to do and not drag my feet about it or question myself about it or anything. Because it was the club. It's what I did after school and the activity bus that's coming and all that kind of stuff. It was very, very easy to just do stuff. I wanted to do stuff too, and I didn't have the self confidence to do oh, it. I wanted to do drama, and I didn't do it. I wanted to sing in high school, and I thanks didn't. for coming, Sandy. All that stuff. I did. I wanted to do that stuff and I didn't do it because I was afraid of what people would think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I have been I've been less afraid of what strangers think and always way more concerned about people. I know what they think. So I can throw myself out much of people like like this thing. <laughs> I, I generally speaking, if you guys were to go in this chat and say, Matthew, I hate you. Your dynamic with your mom is terrible. Your content is terrible. You're not funny. and I hate your impressions. I would feel bad about that because you guys are the ones that come to the show every week. I know uh -huh. you. 
to a degree, you know, if, yeah. if somebody that I know, like if Sandy were to say that, or if Herman were to say that, or anybody were to say that, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so hurt. But if some random person I've never seen before, you know, Joe Schmo comes in and says, you guys suck. I'm not going to care. Yeah, I got the middle finger for you. You, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so that, that, that's been the thing for me and stuff. Yeah. And stuff and junk and stuff and junk. Stuff Whatever. and junk. You know, life, 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 life. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really open up about this stuff because um, I, I just, I went through it on my own. I didn't think it was important enough to really mention. Um, a lot of it was uh, unnecessary shame when it comes came to feeling I shouldn't feel this way. Um, and then as an adult, uh, when it comes to pursuing my dreams and following the things that I want to do, I still do it, but I have to convince myself to do it. Mm to a degree you know like uh it was uh, toward the end of my wrestling career i was very much like okay matthew you said you were going to do this so you need to get up you need to put your vest on you need to get in this car you need to go to the show once you get there you are going to want to be there you're going to be around people that you enjoy you're going to have conversation it's going to be fine but you need to get there you need to not tell yourself you're not gonna go because you're feeling weird about it today and you just need to get up off your butt and go mm -hmm. Oh, you can. Oh, no, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did not keep a journal when I was young, Herman. I did not. I did not. Cheryl loves our relationship, Ma. So, um, that's well, the... thank you, Cheryl. I love my relationship with him too. Good times and good stuff. But uh, that 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 that's all for me. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> okay, good. All right, we're getting out of here, folks. Thanks for st thank you for for coming here for the tenth floor and also stand for the uh, the the Kevin Collins couch couch sesh uh, afterwards. <laughs> I'm not kidding, uh, you know, I'm so. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so go back down to the first floor, get into your cars, turn your radio to previous episodes, the tenth floor, because I'm sure you're driving in a car that has like satellite radio and and Spotify and all that stuff on it anyway. So tune it to the tenth floor because it's there. Um, it is there. It's there. Like, uh, years oh, and years. Click, click, like and follow. Yes. Uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Even if you're in the chat, leave a comment right now saying, great show. We love you. We really enjoyed what you said about Brando Corbin. Like, use some buzzwords so people can find us. That'd be great. Uh, but until then, I'm going to go continue to spend time with my family because I'm Matt. And I'm Kat. And we'll catch you right here next time on the 10th floor. Sure will.